This month I've been incredibly busy, which unintuitively means I don't actually have a whole lot to talk about. I can talk a little bit about the new projects that I mentioned last month, the games I've been playing through, as well as the usual channel updates, so let's get into that. So what have I been doing? Well, at the moment, most of my family is away, which has given me some time to do some decorating. So far, we've rearranged part of the bedroom to give my wife more space in her like mini office area. So my bedroom is like, we've split it in two and created like a fake extra room using some bookcases that we've like doubled back on each other to like make a fake wall across the center of it. And my wife uses that extra space as like an office, but the way it was arranged gave her very little space to work. So we spent some time rearranging that to give her a lot more space to work in. I've also got some lights that I need to put up in my room that I use for recording, just because I've had them for a while and I want to put them up. It's just a set of LED strip that is going to go around all of my furniture just to look nice, just to give me some nice like light in the background. You won't see it because I don't record myself, but it'll look nice for me. I'm also planning on painting the hall. I've got to paint the whole ceiling, which I'm not looking forward to because I'm actually incredibly achy at the moment, which came from just like carrying a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I'm not looking forward to doing that because like painting a ceiling is always rough because you're like stood up on a ladder, like tilting backwards the entire time. And it's just that always feels terrible. And I've got to do that while already feeling achy. So I'm putting that off as much as possible. What else? I've got a lot of stuff I need to burn. I might be taking some bookcases apart, but I don't really want to do that, and I don't think I care enough to do it. And on top of all of that, it's been incredibly fucking hot, because we're going through a heatwave. Now, like, for a lot of you people, you don't think it's hot, but I do. I think it's very hot right now, and I don't like that. So I'm just, like, constantly trying to deal with that at the same time. I would rather it not be this warm, because I don't like it. But I don't really have much choice. That's one of the reasons why I want to keep this podcast kind of short. Because I can't have my fan on while I'm recording this. Because the noise will pick up. So I've not got the fan on. So I'm going to try and keep this quick. So besides decorating, what have I been doing? So I can't go into too much detail. But one of the projects I'm like just waiting on handing in the deliverables for that. It's like it's a freelance editing position. Which I hope I get. I might not. It's, it's not really a matter of get. It's more a matter of like, they asked me to make something to see if they want me to keep making things for them. And either they do or they don't. That's just kind of it. Like, we'll find out which it is when they tell me what they think about it. I've got the stuff made. I just need to send it to them and then see what they think. It's taken up a lot of my time. I'm not totally happy with how it went because I would like to be better at it. But I think that's just something that would come over time more than anything. Like, that's not really an issue. It's not an issue with the work. It's just an issue with my workflow, which is something I'll develop over time. The other thing is I still don't feel comfortable talking about it because I'm very early stages, but I did finally start working on the game again. I don't want to give too much details, but it's a rhythm game, which is kind of inspired by Unbeatable. There was times when I was, while I was playing Unbeatable where there was just little things that it did, where I was like, I wish it didn't work like that. And I was like, this is what I would do to make it better. And then it got to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm just going to make it. So I started making it. It has been going surprisingly well. Like it, it took a lot less time than I expected it to. I was expecting it to take me a while to get the core mechanics down. And I got 
like three variations of basic notes done within an hour, if that. Like I've got three different notes done. So the next thing I need to work on is hold notes. And the other thing I'm currently working on is a way of making the like note pans in Excel spreadsheets and then importing them into Unreal Engine and then having it just automatically read them and do it. Now, I know it's possible, but I've been having some trouble getting it to work because it's just a matter of like me working out the way I want it to work more than anything. I've got it to the point where it will import it'll import the data. I can get it to read the data in and do something, but I'm trying to work out how I want it to split up. Like what I think I want to do is create the data in like a spreadsheet, input the data into Unreal. Like each row of the thing is like a different note type. And I want it to create an array for each of those rows. And I'm just trying to work out how best to do that. Like I've read ways that kind of work, but none of them quite do what I want to. I just need to spend more time messing with that. I do have like plans for like an overarching story and stuff, but right now I just want to get the core mechanics done. I'm like pretty happy with how it's going. It's taken me surprisingly little time to get back into it, especially considering how long it's been since I've actually worked on making something. So I was pretty happy with that. That's pretty much it for the projects I was working on. Those two have kept me really busy, which is why I've not done a whole lot else. But like, I've managed to do those and it's made me more busy, like I've said, but it's not affected my normal work, besides dropping off on the other scripted videos like I mentioned last month. So I'm like, I'm alright now. I think I'm pretty comfortable I could probably do this. And if I don't get that editing job, I'll be a bit sad. But it's like, not the end of the world. Like, it'll just give me more time to work on my game. Like, I'm not gonna like cry over it. I'll be like a bit disappointed, but right now I kind of feel like I might not be the best for the job. I just feel like they might get better results going with someone else. And that's like, totally reasonable. Like, you're not always going to be perfect for every job. Like, it's fine. I hope I get better at it. Either way, because like, it's given me an opportunity to do something I haven't usually tried. It's a very different style of editing from what I'm used to. Like, I know it sounds a bit weird. I don't want to, and they've also asked me not to go into too many details, which is fine. It's totally reasonable. So, I don't know, maybe you'll stumble across what I did, but I doubt it. My name's on it. So you might be able to find it if you do, but I doubt it. But yeah, it'll go one way or the other is basically all I can say. Other than those, I've been playing a lot of games. So I'll actually wrap up a bit of the channel update in this. I've been playing more Final Fantasy, obviously. It's going fine. I've not made a whole lot of project progress. Yes, that's the word. Progress. Since last month. Because I spent a lot of time doing all of the trials. And I'm actually really annoyed. As of day of recording, I just did a stream where the last trial I've got to do right now is the Extreme Lord Ramu fight, and I queued two and a half hours last week, twice, for this and didn't get in. Today I queued for it and got in it in 20 minutes, and I was really happy, and then after three attempts, my entire team quit, and I was like, great. So I've now got a queue for that again. And hope I eventually get it again. It's just disappointing constantly. But I've gone back into doing the story. So I'm currently up to patch 2.4. I've just started that. Oh, I did the Crystal Tower as well. So I've done my first raid now. That was fun. It was a little bit weird. I remember the last one. 
was kind of awkward because it was like one of the bosses which throws a lot of mechanics at you and I didn't fully understand what they all wanted me for. Wanted from me, rather. Besides that, though, it's been going fine. Like, I'm enjoying playing it still. I got all of my crafters up to 15, which might not sound like it means anything, but it meant that, like, they're all at they're all at the same level, which means I have one set of armor for all of them and I can get rid of a load of others. Planning to do the same for my gatherers, which is actually probably just get to about 12 right now because I've got one at 50, <laughs> which I'm not going to carry on with for a bit. And then I've got one at 12 and one at 2. So I'm going to get my miner up to where my fisherman is and then maybe rotate between all of these things and get them up a couple of levels each every now and again when I feel like it. It was nice taking a break. I took like a couple of days off playing the game normally, really. Well, well, I queued for trials, and at the same time as queuing for trials, did a shit ton of crafting. And it was fun. I was getting a bit annoyed because of the constant rotation through your inventory. But besides that, I enjoyed it. I've also got my monk up to 49 right now. As of tomorrow, that'll be 50. And then after that, I'm going to start working on Thaumaturge, which will be nice. I want to get all of the DPS classes done. And then after getting all the DPS classes done, I'm going to work on getting all of the, um, what's the next class? What are they called? Tanks. That's the word. I want to get all the tanks done. And then once I've got all the tanks and all the DPS done, then I'll move on to doing all of the healers. Because I feel like healer is the most pressure. DPS isn't a whole lot of pressure. You basically just run in and kill things. And that's like it. Like as long as you're hitting something, you're doing your job right. Tank is more pressure, but... Between the rest of the team, you can kind of pick up if a tank's lacking. Like, I've had a couple of times when, like, the tank just didn't know what they were doing, and, like, me or one of the other DPS or even the healer at times is, like, tanked instead. Or, like, times when the tank has died and we've done that in its place to keep going. And it's not, like, the worst. But, like, again, that's still more pressure because you've also got to, like, control of all the pulls and stuff. And then healer is the most pressure because they're the ones where if you fuck up, it matters the most. Like, if you fuck up as a tank, someone else can maybe pick up for it. If you fuck up as a DPS, probably no one's going to notice. If you fuck up as a healer, everyone's going to know. That's the one with the most pressure, so that's the one that I'm, like, worried about the most. So that's the one I'm leaving till I'm the more confident with the game. Besides that, though, I'm just going to keep going. I'm enjoying it. It's fine. Just carry on. Just carry on forever. Eventually, I'll actually use my game time that I've got <laughs> and pay for it. But that'll be... At the end of Heavenswood, which, at the current rate, will probably be like September, December, December, September, October time. <laughs> I was hoping that I'd maybe actually get to play Endwalker on release, but I doubt it. It's not a big deal. I'll still play it. Other than that, still been playing Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter's going fine. I'm taking... I'm getting a little bit annoyed because the community don't seem to be doing as much as they did in World. Which is a bit annoying. Like, it's a bit sad. I suppose it's because there's just less people playing it. But, like, especially Rampage Quests. It is so hard to get a Rampage Quest. Like, no one wants to fucking do them, apparently. They're doing, like... Like, you will search for a Rampage Quest and get nothing. Which does actually lead me into one of the complaints I've got about the game. So, I don't know yet, because I haven't got there. But, I accidentally did the Wind Serpent Ibushi fight, I think it's called. I don't know because I haven't unlocked it yet. Because in World, you could only do quests you had unlocked. You know, as like, um, like if you did an SOS in World, it would only queue you for things you've unlocked. And in Rise, it doesn't do that. 
in Rise, it just queues you for anything if you click random. And I didn't know that. So I queued for a random rampage just because I felt like doing one, and it gave me the Winter and Ibushi one. So I have already unlocked the title for that, despite not having unlocked the thing. And I think it's also changed the loading screens of the game. So if you notice that, great. I'm just like really annoyed because like I didn't want to be put in this position. Like, yes, I get that I could have just quit out. But for one thing, I didn't want to quit out because I wanted to do the rampage. And for another, it would be bad if I quit out because like I'd be letting the team down. And for another, I feel like it shouldn't have put me in that position in the first place. Hopefully it doesn't affect anything too badly for the recording. Because it can't affect the story or anything, can it? Because I've not done any of it. But I'm just like, I'm annoyed that it's put me in that position anyway. Outside of those, though, I've been playing a lot of other things. So, which one shall I talk about first? Let's go with Earth Defense Wars 5. I've been playing through Earth Defense Wars 5. So, for each of these games that I'm going to mention in the next few minutes, I've been playing between half an hour and an hour a day, probably probably closer to the half hour, to be honest. Like, one of them... Two of them I played for an hour a day, but one of them I also finished in two days. So, Earth Defense Wars 5... I've been doing a couple of missions a day. I'm not sure what I think about it right now. Like, I really like the Earth Defense Wars games, but I don't know, this one just seems really fucking long. And I don't mean it has a lot of missions. They always have a lot of missions. That's just part of the Earth Defense Wars thing, unless you're talking like Insect Armageddon. That had like 13 missions. But I don't mean that. I mean the individual missions themselves seems to be taking a really long time for, like, no reason. Like, it's taking, like, 15, 20 minutes each. And that's just longer than I want to spend on one mission. It got to the point where I ended up lowering the difficulty just so I could get through them faster. Like, the missions went hard. I wasn't dying. It was just taking so long that I was getting, like, nothing done because of it. I would turn the game on and do, like, maybe one mission and 20 minutes had passed. And I was like, well, I'm not doing another one now. And I'd turn it off. Besides that, it annoys me that the difficulties are locked. So you now only have easy, normal, and hard. Like, because what I used to do was I used to go back to old missions and, like, I would get to a point where, like, I found a mission too hard. And then go, like, all the way back and do, like, a mission on Inferno and get a load of weapon drops. Like, I'd find, like, an easy mission to do. Like, I remember in 4.117 was a good mission to farm. And I'd do that on, like, Inferno, get better weapons, and then, like, take the Inferno weapons into normal or whatever I was playing on, and carry on. And, like, that's just how I always played it, because, like, that's what I like. But I can't do that here, which is just a little bit frustrating. Like, I have to play it as they want me to, and it means that, for one thing, I'm not seeing much weapon variety, because, like, I'm just sticking with the weapons I'm comfortable with, the ones that, like, do the best damage at the time I've got. But at the same time, like, it's just a weird change to make. It's fine. It's not like ruined the game or anything. It's just. Wish it wasn't like that. Like, I don't get why they made that change. I think some of the new enemy types are pretty cool, though. Like, I wasn't expecting to see frog people or actual aliens. I didn't know those were in the game. My favourite enemy returned, which is the big sort of tripod robots with the multi part legs, which you can shoot, because they're always really cool. Because, like, if especially. I play Wing Diver because Wing Diver is my favourite. Wing Diver has this like laser weapon and you can like swipe it up the legs and destroy multiple parts of the leg in one go. It's really cool. 
But yeah, like, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. I'm about a third of the way through right now. And like, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely better than the last Earth Defense Wars game I played, which was Iron Rain. Iron Rain was fine. It was not the most fun, but it was fine until you got to the DLC, and then the DLC was actually physically painful, and I very nearly just gave up. But I did manage to do it in the end. But I was very annoyed. Like, I did not enjoy that. But yeah, it's like, pretty good. I think 4.1 is still my favourite. It doesn't help, though, that I, like, kind of ruined my wrist <laughs> playing Earth Defense Wars. It's either early this year or last year, I can't remember now. I, like, really fucked up my wrist playing it. And now playing Earth Defense Force kind of re-aggravates the same injury, so I have to play it in smaller bursts. So, what I've been playing when I've not been playing that, as well, is it's called Shapes.io, and I'm actually playing it right now, while recording this podcast. So, it's it says it's not an idle game, but it kind of is. It's like this weird game where you, you just make shapes. You plant... It's called a harvester. And it, it takes an ingredient from a place and moves it. And then you build a conveyor belt and move it to where you want it to go. So like you'll start with like a circle. And that'll give you a circle and that's it. But then you unlock things like like a cutter, which will split the circle in half and then you'll have semicircles. Or you'll, th- you'll get a stacker. And then you can stack circles on top of each other. Or you'll get a painter, which will paint it a different colour and you can get, you get a colour mixer. And that will mix two colours together to give you another colour. And it's all just like, it says, give me this shape. And you have to work out the ways of making that shape from the tools you've got at your disposal. And it's really fun. It is quite long. <laughs> like, some of it is me playing the game wrong. Because you're supposed to, like, make things really efficient. And you're supposed to, like, make multiple of something at once. And I don't really. I make, like, four of something at once. And the game wants you to make, like, 25,000 of them, and I make four at once, which means you make four a second. Which is 6,250 seconds, which is 105 minutes. So that's, like, spending two hours just doing that. Granted, that's kind of me playing the game wrong. Like, I'm supposed to make it better than that. But I just like, I like solving the puzzle more than I like actually turning the stuff in. Turning this stuff in is kind of nice because it's got the sort of like number go up thing. But I would like it more if it if the numbers were just lower. Like I don't get why the numbers need to be like twenty thousand. I've made five thousand of them. You know I've done it. It's fine. Like I feel like a lot of the numbers are just inflated a lot more than they need to be. But besides that, I really like the game. Because of that, I've spent a ridiculous amount of time in the game. One thousand five hundred and eighty minutes into it in the last month. 27 hours, well, 26 and a third, but I'm rounding up because I'm actually, like I said, playing right now. So like 27 hours that I've spent playing this game in the last month, it's a lot. I kind of just play it for like half an hour a day and like sometimes leave it running, just doing stuff. So like not all of that is active playtime. Like right now I'm not actively playing. I'm just like watching it while I talk. But no, like it's, it's fun. Some steps of it are a little bit annoying. Like sometimes you'll get stuff... You'll get, like, an upgrade for something, which just makes a previous version redundant. Like, sometimes you'll solve a puzzle, and then the next step, or the step after that, gives you a thing that makes your solution to the puzzle redundant. So, I mentioned before that there is a, a splitter, or a cutter, which splits things in two. And then, if you want it split in four, 
you have to rotate the piece and then split it again. And that gives you four piece. So there are certain puzzles where you have to like split one thing into four and then recombine them in a different order. Which is fine, but then eventually you just unlock a splitter that splits it in four. And then you have to like go around the map and get rid of all of your four splits to give you better splits. And it's just, it's fine, but it's just a little bit annoying. And then there was, there's like a couple of other little bits which are just more oversights than anything. So I mentioned before that there are painters. So there are three types of painters that you get. There is a painter which does one at a time. It uses one colour, takes one shape, and spits out one shape. And that's it. And you get two variations of that. You get one that takes things in from the left and one that takes things in from the right. And that's it. Then there's a double painter, which paints two things at once, but only uses one paint. So that's really good. But there's only one variant of that. It has to take things in from the left. It's like, why? Just give me both variants. Like, you're actually just limiting the order I can do things in for, like, no reason. And then there's yet another one. The four-way painter. And what that does is it doesn't paint four at once. It paints one shape, four different colours. Which is really useful for some of the later stuff. But, again, can only be done in one direction. Like, the ingredients have to come in from one side and can't come in the other because there's no second variant of it. And I don't get why. Like, there's just a lot of little things like that where I don't understand why the game is like it is. Like, why wouldn't you give me variants of both of them? Like, you, you're putting me in positions I don't need to be in for no reason, as far as I can tell. The game would literally just function better with both of these variants in. And you've shown me previously that you can do two variants of stuff, so why not have two variants of this? It makes, like, no sense to me. It still makes no sense to me. But that's how it is right now. Besides that, though, I really do like it. And I got it for, like, £2. So I can't complain. It is actually also apparently free. There's like a free web-based version of it, but I have it on Steam. And then there's DLC for it, which is like a puzzle game, which I haven't picked up yet. Probably in the Christmas sale or a later sale. I will. Oh, actually, I just thought, completely forgot. The Steam Deck got announced. The OLED Switch got announced as well, but I don't care about that. Like, there you go, that's my entire opinion on it. Don't care. It's fine. The Steam Deck got announced, and I ordered one. I ordered the 512 version. I think it's really interesting. I don't have huge thoughts on it, but I'm excited to get one. I've ordered one. I'm on track to get one at the start of next year, which is like the earliest set of pre-orders, so it's good for me, I suppose. But it's basically just a handheld PC, isn't it? And like, that's why I like it. I've always wanted one of those like handheld uh, PCs, like the, the GPD win stuff, but they've just never seemed all that good. And this seems pretty good it looks really good it's just it's just a pc it's just like a laptop but in a different form factor and that is almost exactly what i've always wanted i'm a little bit worried in that it's like functionally a console in terms of its specs uh it's functionally like an xbox one s isn't it like it's never gonna you can't upgrade it well technically you can you can replace the m.2 drive but that requires a load of mess in it i think I want to see a teardown so I know how hard it is, but I'm expecting it to be at least quite awkward. And either way, it's not going to make that much difference. So it's not like a PC where you can just like replace the CPU if you feel like it, or get a new graphics card. So it is going to get outpaced, and I worry that it'll get outpaced faster, faster than consoles would, because consoles like are specifically limited that way. You know what I mean? Like 
consoles are designed to stay the same for a long time, whereas PCs obviously aren't, so they're constantly getting pushed, and I feel like we will faster reach a point where things aren't as good on the Steam Deck as they are on, like, a normal PC. But even after that point, you can just keep it for emulation, which is one of the other reasons why I'm getting it. Like, finally having a good way of playing old games. Like, I've got a NES Mini and a SNES Mini, so I, I like playing games on those, but I'm so much more looking forward to playing stuff. Imagine playing N64 games on the Switch. How great would that be? You can't do that. But you can play them on this. I'm going to do that. <laughs> like, that's just a better option. Besides that, though, I don't really have much other feelings on it. Like, I'm looking forward to getting it. I got the expensive one because... Kind of because I wanted the extra storage, but actually less the extra storage and more I wanted the frosted glass. It's not frosted, but like the matte glass as opposed to the reflective-y one, because I find reflective really annoying. Back to games I was playing, though. One thing that I have been playing, I actually finished today, is Mini Motorways, which I was looking forward to for actually years. Like, I heard it was getting made in like 2018, and then it came out in 2019 on Apple Arcade. And then finally came out on PC last week. It took two years to come to PC, and I was like a bit disappointed by that. I would have liked it sooner. I feel like most people would. But I suppose I can't complain too much. It's really good. If you liked Mini Metro, you'll like that. And I loved Mini Metro, so I like this. One thing I'm not a big fan of is this sounds like a weird complaint, but they don't give you very many maps. And then over time, they add more maps. Which sounds really good, but it's not how I play stuff. Like, I'm not the sort of person who plays, like, one game and then, like, checks back in on it sometimes. Like, that's just not me. I play a game, finish it, and then put it away. Which I bring up because I think they're probably going to do the same with this. And that's what they did with Mini Metro. And I found out today, after beating Mini Motorways, that there are 13 maps in Mini Metro that I have never played because they got added after I beat the game. Because uh, I beat the game, what, six years ago? <laughs> Something like that. So I like, I, get to, I get to go back and do those now, which is nice. And it's nice that the devs support things for so long, but for me, it's not how I enjoy stuff. And it also makes me feel weird because I'm like, do I recommend people play the game now? Or do I be like, wait a bit until they add even more content to it? Like, it's just a weird thought. Like, I, I don't feel comfortable having that conversation at all. Like, I can only recommend something based on what it is right now. And right now, I think it's worth it. it. It's actually, to be honest, it's less of a complaint with this game and more just a complaint in general. I can only recommend something based on how it is right now. And right now, it's good. I don't know why I said it like that. It's good. It's probably going to get better. So if I scored it right now and I was like, I'm not scoring it, but if I gave it like a 7 right now and then in a couple of years it's an 8, but I never play it anymore, like, my score is redundant, but I'm not aware my score is redundant, you get what I'm saying? Like, eh, I suppose it doesn't really matter, but at the same time, like, I just wish the game's released with more content. Like, I would rather release a game with a lot of content and then never update it. Like, bug fixes and stuff, yeah, obviously, but never add new stuff and then, like, make a new thing with new stuff. I don't know. It's, it's just like how I would do things, but I can understand why you do it the other way as well. Anyway, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's very short at the moment, but as I'm saying, we'll probably get much longer. 
And the only other thing I've really been putting time into is Skyward Sword. And I still don't like it. Which is kind of disappointing. And I also, it's a little bit frustrating because I also do really like it. But at the same time, I don't like it. I really like it because it's a traditional Zelda game in a lot of ways. I miss fucking dungeons. Like, I really like the dungeons in the game. And I'd like fighting the bosses. And I fought a boss today and I was like, the boss started and I was like, is this going to be like fighting King Dodongo? And it was exactly like fighting King Dodongo. And I was like, really pleased with that because that's exactly what I want. And it just exemplifies why I don't like Breath of the Wild all that much because this is giving me exactly what I want from a Zelda game. Except there's just loads of little things that really bug me. Like, I really don't like the controls. I've been using the controls with the controller, not with the Joy-Cons, because I don't like motion controls. But the way they've done the, like, control mapping, I don't feel like it works. There are a lot of times when I, like, move the stick to swing my sword, and it either moves a full second after I swing, or it just points to one side, and then I have to swipe again to do it. With most of the smaller enemies, that's not an issue, but, like, even just fighting a Liz Alphos is an issue. Because, like, I can't reliably get the swing out. There was a bit, actually, fighting the same boss that I was just talking about, where you throw a bomb in its mouth, it explodes, and then it falls over. Then you have to go and stab it in the eye, like you would do. So I ran over to hit it in the eye, and I was swinging my sword, not hitting it. And I think what was happening was, I was, like, the sword was, like, inside the enemy, so swinging wasn't hitting it, and it was just really frustrating. And, like, that's not really a control thing, but it's an example of, like, these loads of little things that keep happening that are really frustrating while playing the game. Like, a lot of the time I really like it. I don't like farming for materials. Like, I don't really care. Like, why? Why are they like that? I, I don't really care about upgrading all my stuff. Or rather, I do care about upgrading all my stuff, but it strikes a lot of the same complaints I've got about Breath of the Wild in those little places where it's just, like, Nintendo understood these things existed so they implemented them and I'm like yeah but it's not really worthwhile it, it does it really add anything to the game does grinding for materials help in a zelda game like that isn't the sort of thing i feel like wanting if i want to get an upgrade in a zelda game it used to be like tied to mini games or tied to the trading quests stuff like that and in this one a lot of the upgrades are tied to go and kill things until they drop the resources you need and then bring them back and give them to the guy who upgrades your stuff and i'm like i understand like, that is literally a thing that exists, that is a thing that a lot of games do, but it's not something I would expect from a Zelda game, and that's one of the things that frustrates me. There is a thing, I think I've spoken about this before, possibly with my Star Fox video, where Nintendo have this habit of only doing things for the sake of innovation. Or, like, they only make stuff when they want to make something new, and it's like, yeah, just make the fucking Zelda game. I want a Zelda game that plays like a Zelda game, and tells a story. I don't feel... Like, killing... I'm not sure if it's moblins or bokoblins in this game. I'm not sure if killing those over and over again to get skull pendants actually makes the game any better. Do do I need to do that so I can upgrade my shield? Like, I don't even know where to get monster claws from. They just drop sometimes. I don't know. Like, I like it. But then there's, like, little things like this where it's, like, it just frustrates me. And it, it's kind of emblematic of where they went with Breath of the Wild and kind of, like, shows where they were... Like, they were always planning to go this sort of direction. The same sort of way as they did in Link Between Worlds, where you could, like, buy the tools in a non-linear order. Like, I didn't really get the point of that, either. I did it. I just bought everything. And then I just played the game as normal, after I owned all of the tools. Like, it just seemed kind of pointless. 
Like, they, they constantly try to, like, reinvent the wheel for, like, no reason. It's like, no, it works. Like, it works and it's fun. I, I just think that there are spaces for innovation. And in my eyes, at least, spaces for innovation should be new IPs. Like, if you have ideas for new mechanics and new functions, you should put those in new places. Putting them in existing places, I find weird because it just kind of... If it doesn't go well, it just does a disservice to the people who already like the thing. Like, I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense. I think it does. Like, I know what I mean. <laughs> but, I don't know. Like, it's... I, I've had a hell of a lot more fun with this than I did with Breath of the Wild, though. At least so far. I'm about nine hours in. I will say, I remember people complaining a lot about dousing. And I think I've used it, like, twice. I think all the other times I just completely ignored it. I think it's required at one point right near the start of the game. And then I think I found everything else without dousing. So I don't really get what the point was in dousing. Like, dousing's kind of nice to, like, help you if you get stuck. But otherwise it just seems a bit pointless. Like, if you get really stuck looking for something. But a lot of the things are, like, in really obvious places. But yeah, like, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad to be back to a more traditional Zelda game. I'm going to keep playing it. I'm obviously going to finish it. I'm looking forward to playing more. I've been playing that more than I've been playing the other games I've been talking about. Actually, one other thing I've got about that is I feel like the move to HD has made a lot of the character models look a bit off. Like, I feel like in ways that weren't probably weren't as bad at a lower definition, like Link's features just look a bit strange. Like, his lips look too big and, like, chunky, kind of. And I feel like they would be smoothed out more when you're looking at them in a different definition. Like, maybe that's just me, but... I mean, it might just be the style this game's going for and it just doesn't quite click with me. But I like a lot of it, but then there's just little bits like that. No, I think besides that, like, I'm definitely enjoying it more than I've enjoyed Breath of the Wild <laughs> in a lot of ways. It's more what I want from a Zelda game. What else? There's not really much else to say in terms of the channel. YouTube videos are going to continue. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the sentence I meant. I meant Yakuza's going to continue for the next month. It's going to finish in September. So enjoy that. It'll finish after the end of the next podcast. God. Keep thinking about how that's like really far away. And yet at the same time, it's only a month away. Streams continue. I've already been over that. Monster Hunter's continuing. Been over that. Sentences. There's going to be more of them. I don't know. <laughs> Everything else is fine. There'll be more game updates in the next podcast. If I'm really lucky and things go better, I'll actually... Like, eventually I'm planning on, like, releasing, like, a playable demo for everyone. I'm also planning on releasing, like, a, a playable demo for my patrons earlier. Or maybe just stuff about them if they're interested in that. So let me know. Yeah, there's just not really a whole lot to say in terms of the channel and stuff. Everything's just going to keep going. Not starting anything new until September, which actually I need to work out what to do about that. I don't know if I'm going to just stop doing LPs for a bit. Not stop doing LPs, but when Yakuza finishes, what do I do? Do I start a new LP and put it where the Yakuza one was? Do I make more half hours? Do I post more Monster Hunter videos? Who knows? Like, right now, I literally don't know. <laughs> I'll have some time to think about that over the next month. But I actually need to know before the start of the month after, don't I? Well, actually, I need to know even earlier than that, so I've got time to record stuff if I do something new. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. That'll happen when it happens. Guess it's time for the outro then, because it's also really late and I'm really hot.
Special thanks to all of my patrons. You can join them over at patreon.com slash holdengatsby, and for one dollar a month you'll get to see what I'm working on early and get exclusive roles in my Discord, along with other rewards I might think of. You can also just follow me there if you want to for free, as it's probably the best place to see all of my content as soon as it's available. There's links to the Patreon, along with my Discord, Twitter, Twitch, and all the other podcast platforms in the description for this episode. Finally, don't forget you can email me using podandcatsby at gmail.com if you've got anything you want to say. Thanks for sticking around. Bye. Special thanks to my patrons, Justin Wood, Hobbs, Koopy Vegeta, Gunrunner, Water, and Bat. 